0: You have found yourself on another episode of Locked on Bulls. In today's episode, me and Pat are going to be discussing the all-rookie teams and the Chicago Bull player that got left off because of Billy Donovan. Uh, We're going to talk about that. We're also going to give our season grade for Patrick Williams and ask if the Bulls can make it three for three with Chicago having the number one overall pick. We're going to get into all that and more right after this. You are Locked On Bulls, your daily podcast on the Chicago Bulls. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thank you for tuning in to Locked On Bulls, member of the Locked On Podcast Network, where it's your team Every day, today's episode is brought to you by Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use code Locked On NBA for twenty dollars off your first purchase. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. That's Pat, the designer, host, and creator of the Windy City Breeze, and host of the Chicago Bears podcast over at ESPN One Thousand. I'm Hayes, host and creator of Chicago Bulls and Chicago Bears Central. Pat, all rookie teams came out, man. Uh, We're gonna break down the list and talk about a bull that uh, that got locked out of voting, which. I'm not surprised by it. most Bulls fans shit. And I'm I'm honestly surprised <laughs> to see some of the outrage. I was like, what did you guys think? Do you think we're giving votes here because of hope? But let's that talk layup. about the that <laughs> let's layup, talk, bro. Yeah, let's talk about the first team. Paolo uh Banqueiro, Walker Kessler, Benedict Matherin, Keegan Murray, and Jalen Williams from OKC Thunder. How do you feel about the first team, Pat? Jalen Williams, maybe a
1: little bit of a surprise, but outside of that list is, is rock solid to me. Um I mean, listen, Paolo was a monster all season. He he was yeah. he was amazing. Um, y'all, y'all know I I rocked with Ben Matherin, um, heavy. Uh once once I I saw his tape and, and what he was able to do out in Indiana. And then when, me and Hayes both wanted Walker Kessler. Still want Walker Kessler, still upset we didn't get Walker Kessler. If we weren't gonna play Dalen Terry, you might as well have got Walker Kessler. Did not um, play. Um did not get Walker Kessler. Yeah. Walker I, Kessler was exactly what he was advertised as,
0: and I'm gonna and I'm I'm gonna throw a little shot at some of our. Nah, it's it's all friendly because we're all friends here. So please don't start no drama. But shout out to to Will the Goat Gottlieb over on CHG. I remember when we were saying. Oh, well, you know, Bulls need shot blocking. The Bulls need some rebounding. Walker Kessler would be the perfect pick there. He was like, no, oh, the Bulls should trade for Rudy Gobert instead. And, you know, it doesn't make any sense to want a rookie to come in. He's not going to be able to do that his first year. Walker Kessler came in and and was everything he was advertised to be in his rookie season. I would go so far as to say had the Bulls drafted Walker Kessler and if if Billy Donovan had played him, we would have seen such a difference uh, with this team as far as just the defense, as far as the shot blocking, as far as a lot of the things that we needed. And he started scoring towards the back, the second half of the season as well. Walker Kessler is a heck of a pick. Uh, the Utah Jazz got a stud there, man. I think Walker would have made Vooch expendable. Oh, for Not to oh, say that he sure.
1: completely replaces Vooch. Yes. Right? Not, not as good of a shooter as Vooch. Not as good of a, uh, not not really anything mid-range at all, really. Uh, he's kind of like, I got this float and I'm at the bucket. Um, but he he's a guy that is a rim runner. I told y'all coming into the to the season that I thought he was very much like Jaron Jackson when it came to the defense and ability to run the floor. He's eventually going to be able to add that that uh, a more more of a three to his game, mm-hmm. uh, more of a jump shot to his game. But uh, I I thought that he was he was a phenomenal player on there. Jalen Williams surprised me a little bit, but I'm I, I'm not going to sit here and tell you he shouldn't have been on the list. Um, but outside of that, I I thought it was a rock solid first team.
0: Yeah, I, I really I uh, think that that's one of the, the it's really no question marks there for him. I know Jalen Williams is a bit, but I, I if he would have been on the second team instead of first team, I would have asked no questions. It's a little bit, I think somebody could have been ahead of him. But overall, I really do like that first team. Let's talk about the second team. Some Jalen Dern, Tari Eason, Jaden Ivey, Jabari Smith, and Jeremy Sohan. There are three players on the second team that we were high on as well in this draft class. Hey, and we so, we good at uh draft evaluation, AK. Yeah, yeah we, we're pretty we're pretty good at, at draft evaluation. <laughs> but uh how, how you feel about the second team? We also had no
1: opportunity to get most of those players. So this like is Walker Kessler's the only one that we really could have gotten. Oh, uh,
0: Tari uh, Easton too,
1: right? We could have yeah. uh no Tari went ahead, right? Didn't Tari go before Dayline? He won
0: a couple of spots. He went,
1: I thought he went it. the pick like right before Daylight.
0: Yeah. Um
1: I, I liked it. Tari Easton would have been the one to me that I'd have put above him. But again, winning does matter. Um, I, I like Tari Easton's game, though. Uh, I, I like w- kind of how he's able to, again, a, a rim runner, able to run the floor, yeah. able to play above the bucket like a monster as well. Um, I, I I don't I don't hear anybody on there that I'm like, there's no way that you should be on this. I, I feel good about I feel good about how they graded both of the, the first team and second team. Uh, uh, second teams on that one. Um, a lot of big men on that list. A lot of big men on that list, but they're not doing it by position anymore. And yeah. I, I think realistically, right? Like it tells you, I, I'll say this when I looked at the first teams, right? I, first the second teams for all rookie, I said, I can see where the NBA is going. They're trying to go back to the big men. They're trying to go back to the bigger players, the bigger centers. At least, and not to say, right? Like the, the guys that are just like, I'm just down here to be big, but guys that are versatile, but with more size. They want, you want to see more of that. And especially with the versatility that they're adding, right? Walker Kessler can be your five, Tari Eason can be your four. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, like that's, 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 the, the that's the NBA, NBA, NBA that yeah. we're in. Yeah. So I mean, like you, you could have a lot of guys on this team where you right, you if you if you really want to start a lot, you got have Paolo, Walker, uh uh, um, and and uh Tari Eason in your front court. And I don't think any one of well, I, how tall is Easton? Easton is six eight? Isn't Eason, 6'9? like six ten? Is he 6'10 as well? I think so. Uh, I like, know like, that's not even a slow front court. That's not a front six court eight. that's like 6'8, right? Yeah. That's not a front court that's going to slow you down. Like, you can rim run with that front court. That's that's the modern NBA, and I, I like to see that.
0: Yeah, for sure, for sure. Like you said, it does definitely point towards the direction that the NBA is going. And so, yeah, overall, like the both teams of uh, the rookie class now. A bull was left off that list, and that is Daylon Terry. Um, oh, my God,
1: How?
0: Bro, those G League stats, like, you don't you don't count G League stats in for your all rookie team voting. Don't. No, Carla Jones, you, don't are count you telling dancing, me Carla couldn't make the list? Dancing on the sideline, we don't count that. <laughs> what are we doing oh, here? Oh God, dog, no. no, but uh, it, it, you know. I saw the, the headlines. I'm like, y'all just really would make a headline out of anything. What's not I much saw, to like, talk about. Dalen Terry left. All he shut out on the rookie voting. What did you expect? Like, I, don't, <laughs> I don't understand. What the, what, why is that even a headline? Are we really shocked by that as a fan base? I, re, you know, let me know down below if you're on the YouTube side. Were you shocked that Dalen Terry didn't receive any rookie place votes on either team? Like you, you could have got to the fifth rookie team. He still wouldn't have got any votes. I'm I'm not gonna lie to you, like I
1: if I'm not mistaken, I believe Dalen Terry played the least amount of minutes that anybody selected 18th overall, overall has ever played in NBA history. Yep. If you weren't gonna
0: play him, would you take them for? You could have traded the well, pick. No, I, I, I disagree with that. Only because I do think that unlike Marco, they did have a development plan for Derek. Watching him play in the G League, I see where they wanted him to work on specific teams each and every game, and I see how they had everything go through him in the games that he did play. He wouldn't have got that opportunity at the NBA level, so I'm giving them the credit right now of saying, hey, this this maybe was part of his day because he, he was super raw. The shot got a little bit better. It's gotten a little bit quicker. He still needs to do some work on it, but I think that I saw enough of him of the things that he worked on in his game to where I can understand it. And I will say this, if he's not in your planned rotation to start next season, I take all of it back. All of it's getting thrown away.
1: Well, I, I think here's the thing though, right? You saw a guy in Daylon Terry come out and give you production in in place of that Javante Green when we literally had nothing left. And you're like, okay, well, let's go into the next game. See what we get. Gives you production again, a little bit less, right? Not the same, not the same level, but still giving you good production on both ends, being very active. Then he mm. didn't see the court again. For the rest of the season basically except in garbage time and yet we were okay with I.O. running around out there giving us negative production <laughs> you know what I mean like it got to a point where it was just like hey like at least put somebody out there that's gonna try to produce or try to give you the energy we said we said both times I think there were like two stints where Dale and Terry got in the game and we said both times wow his energy really invigorated the Chicago Bulls. Oh, for sure. For sure. Like, for sure. And then we went out and got Pat Beff. And it was like, you just went and got
0: old Dalen Terry. Like, well, like uh, hold on. Hold a on there, brother. He's a little bit shorter. He's a little bit shorter. Hold on there, brother. You be, you, be, you, be, you be wilding with the comparisons. Like, let's hope that Dalen Terry ends up a lot more well, than I Pat hope. From an energy standpoint, I hope he's from better. But at least I can was giving you something. At but least Dalen was giving you something. Like, but you just, it, was, also, it was so though, weird to me. Is that. But Pat Bev brought the energy and leadership. Nobody's listening to Daylon. That's uh, facts. No, I get you that. Yeah, but you know, like like I said, it's it's it's. I really do hope if they if they Marco him and he's in the G League to start next season again, oh, we about to riot, bro. Because then at that point, well, what are you doing with these picks? Ak,
1: here's the question that you really have to
0: ask yourself, right? Is he your prototypical point guard that you want? No, he's not a point guard. We got to start with that. Daylon Terry's long term position in the NBA is not going to be point guard. He, he was a facilitator in college. Just because you're a facilitator doesn't make you a point guard in the modern NBA. Listen,
1: I mean, it's a lot of dudes out there that can pass the ball and get stuff set up. That's all we had. That. Ha- that's
0: all we asked Pat Bev to do. I understand it, <laughs> but it's, bring uh, the Pat ball is up is also, and get stuff Pat set Bev is up. also six one or whatever, however tall he is. Well, I, I
1: mean, know. I mean, here's the thing, right? But that's the kind of player that you want at your point guard position. You want the, that's what the Bulls want. They want the six eight guy that's gonna be quick off of the quick. Uh, um, to, f- to pass the ball good on the defensive end, can guard one through four, right? Like, that's the prototypical guy that they're looking
0: for. I wouldn't say that. They got Pat Bev. I don't necessarily think that's what well, they're I looking for. I think Pat Bev
1: was the best of a bad situation <laughs> I mean, at that point, right? Like, I mean, yeah.
0: if you even if you think about it, right? Like, Io's a
1: point guard, point guard. He's a two no, guard, he's but not. he's not. He's, he's, he's a combo guard. guard but, yeah. he, but he, but he, he in that style, right? He comes in, he plays point. He's what, six six, six five? Six,
0: five. But I six, think with Cherry, you've even heard, AK already say he would like to see Dalen Terry play some small ball five. He's no, not going to be a point guard. I, 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 well, I team. mean, listen, everybody's <laughs> playing small ball five on
1: this team, my boy. Who's the player on this team not playing small ball five, my boy?
0: <laughs> <laughs> because he get murdered, his knee would what collapse mean, on that What you mean, Zach? What you mean, Zach! Zach- Play small ball, come on, dog. With
1: come on, bro. Zach had Zach had Yacupoto in the post, bro. What you That's talking he about? He got switched
0: on him because the, <laughs> the Raptors were smart. They're like, hey, we're gonna attack you there, bro. Hey, man. But man, let's before we go, we gotta, I mean, we gotta get into the next topic about before I say, dang t- 10 minutes. We, <laughs> we out, <Let's> do <laughs> we it. out already. We wilding. Uh, before we talk about and give P. Will his grade, we're gonna talk to you guys about one of our sponsors, and that is game time. Buying tickets to your favorite event shouldn't be stressful. Game time is the fast and easy way to buy tickets for all the sports, music, comedy, and theater events near you. Um, Game Time is the place for last-minute ticket deals. Forget planning months in advance. Game Time has deals on tickets right up to the day of the event. Get exclusive flash deals on tickets for football, basketball, baseball, concerts, comedy, theater, and more. The Game Time guarantee means you'll always get the best price. If you find tickets in the same section and row for less, Game Time will credit you 110%. Of the difference, get images of your seat before you buy, so you know the exactly where you expect to be when you arrive. Buy the tickets in a matter of seconds—two taps and you're set. Tickets are sent directly to your phone, so you never have to dig through your email. Snag the tickets without the stress with Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use code Locked On NBA for twenty dollars off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem code Locked On NBA for twenty dollars off. Download Game Time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. All right, Pat, we got a grade Patrick Williams, bro. I, I'm gonna go. I'm not gonna lie to you, bro. This is one that I really was like, "Can we skip it? Can we really just? Can we just? Can we just skip this?" I, oh. We've been we've been fairly positive on the grade so far. We're getting into the place now where the positivity is about to go in a really weird direction. Uh, Go ahead, Pat. Take it away. Your grade for Patrick Williams' 2022-23 season.
1: I will give P. Will a solid C based on one thing. Patrick Williams was our best three-point shooter throughout the season at the end of the season, more so than anything. yeah. Um, I do think he improved his three-point shot. I think his three-point shot gained a lot more speed. I think he gained a lot more confidence with it. I think he started to use that three-point shot to open up things in the middle of the floor for him. I think that his game did develop throughout the season, but when you look at the totality of the season, the first half of the season I've given him, I mean, like, here's here's my biggest issue. I mean, you're talking about a D, maybe a D-minus, and here's the reason why. I... We kept hearing all season, you gotta run stuff for him. You gotta give him stuff. You gotta allow him to shoot the ball. You gotta allow him to, listen, he gotta make an impact in some way. We talked about Patrick Williams being one of the best def- best young defenders in the NBA that first year in the NBA, right? Second year ends up getting hurt. Third year, we are expecting to at least see the defense. We weren't seeing any of the offense, so I might as well see the defense, right? I didn't see P. Will make an impact really on the defensive end, maybe a couple of games here and there, but there wasn't a ton of games where I was like, P. Will really did a good job on that defensive end of of just keeping things under wrap, but there were times where he got the offensive side going, got himself involved defensively, and everything came together. Again, the the name of the game for P. Will is consistency. The only thing that he was consistent with this season was that three-point shot that did improve, that was really good um, and I think that that's going to be a key asset for him moving forward, especially with how his game is going to end up being played. But I mean, most of the season is most of the season was pretty bad. I think the second half of the season he redeemed himself a little bit, but most of the season to me was pretty bad.
0: Yeah, I mean, the, you know, they came out with all the stats towards the end saying, you know, he, like, what was that defensive stat that came out about him towards the end of the season? Uh, something about you know. The person he's guarding, guarding scores like one point five points less on possession or something yeah. like that. And listen, we've seen what the effect- hey, he misses. He misses one free throw. That's what that means. We, <laughs> we, we've seen the effect that Patrick Williams has on the defensive end when he's locked in. Yeah. We've seen the effect he can have on the offensive side of the ball. When he's being aggressive, when he's attacking the room, when he's trying to dunk, that three point shot, like you said, is already legit. He's he he averaged more points per game this season on the same amount of shots, basically that he's always gotten for the most part. Shot the best three point percentage of his career on on doubly. He doubled his his three point attempts per game than what yeah. it was early in his career. That you have to give marks for that in positively. But you ha- we did not see it consistently enough from Patrick Williams, and that's really the thing. I think a solid C is a, is a, is, a, is a is a good grade for him. That's a nice solid grade. I'm going to give it a C minus though, just because I feel like I would almost rather not see the flashes than see the flashes and realize that you they're only flashes because you just. Are, are so fine being passive P sometimes. We yeah. can't have that. We can't have that. And so, listen, Patrick Williams has all the talent in the world. He has all the potential in the world. But one thing that I've always said since I started doing this creative thing with sports, potential's not always realized. It's just not. And at some point, the potential's only going to get you so far into these conversations, P-Will. Now, we know that AK is, and the the, the Bulls are, uh, they're, they're going to keep going for his development. They're not going to give up on him anytime soon, and they shouldn't. Let me be yeah. clear here. But at some point that we have to – the thing that I said is that we have to – he's always going to be part of the plan, but he, that that the, the 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 percentage of the plan that he's a part of has to get less and less if he's not going to show you something, meaning that you have to look at something. You have to bring in a starting-level power forward, even if it's a one-year rental, and hope that it's going to motivate – I don't know what to do when it comes to Patrick Williams anymore because I really feel like the biggest issues is between his ears. It's in his yeah. head. And that is the biggest concern. The, the, if it was like a shot release thing, if it, if it was just too slow for him to get it off and that was affecting him scoring, but he was taking more, that's something that you can work. The one thing that you can't really work into a player is their own mental. You cannot save somebody from what goes on inside their own head. He has to wake up and realize what he needs to do to be able to impact this Chicago Bulls team as we're trying. Like a, a, a Patrick Williams that makes a leap in a season completely changes the Bulls' outlook. Completely changes the Bulls' outlook. But we can't keep waiting on that is the thing. And I love P-Will, but we can't keep waiting on it if he's just not going to at least start being aggressive for this team. And I think some players just don't want it, right? Like,
1: listen, I'm not comparing numbers in any way, right? But when you look at Andrew Wiggins in Minnesota – the mindset was very similar. Um, He didn't want to be the number one guy. He was very willing to let Cat be the number one guy. Even though Andrew Wiggins is the more talented player, he was very willing to let Jimmy Butler be the number one guy, even though Andrew Wiggins is the more talented player. Um, Andrew Wiggins goes over to Golden State. Guess what? Andrew Wiggins looks like a world beater. Why? He doesn't have to be the number one guy. He don't have to be the number two guy. He don't Don't have to be the the number number three three guy. guy. He can be number four sometimes he ain't got to be number four jordan Poole's cooking i could be number five that that sometimes that's just the kind of player that it is i don't know if p will is that i don't think that p will is going to end up being that i mean heck i wouldn't mind if he ended up being that if we had four of the guys that were ahead of him and he was still able to give you 22 points a game but i just think that to me right like like the one thing that i i, I don't even care i said this a couple times to see i don't even care about the scoring that much he got he, he scored 10 points a game Okay. My issue is that I can watch Daylon Terry step on the court, make an impact, and I can see the impact. I can watch Javante Green step on the court, make an impact, and I can see the impact. I can watch Derrick Jones Jr. step on the court, make an impact, and I can see the impact. I watched P. Will play almost every game this season. What do he miss, one game, two games, or something like that? Uh, P. Will
0: no, missed no games this season. He played, he played all 82.
1: 82, right? Yeah, he played all 82, okay. Uh, um, how many games did he impact? Like I can't even think Probably of ten. I'll I say ten. First I'll off, first off, still not good. But no, I, I, not, I'm just not, I'm, I'm just, clear, I'm just not. trying. I'm trying to even think of a specific game where I was like, "P. Will is the reason we won this game." I mean, of course, the he Dallas. Yeah, that one game where he season. had ten
0: points in the fourth quarter, where it absolutely helped push us to a win. Who's that Uh, against? I kind of remember that. I can't remember what team exactly.
1: Uh, No, I'm just playing. (laughs) But no, I think I think that's the thing, right? Like I can talk about a game where D.J.J. game saving block very important, and he's he's coming in just in the second half. Like it shouldn't be that. That's the part to me where it's like you're you've gotten nothing but opportunity to impact. It may not be an offensive impact. It's probably not going to be an offensive impact on this team right now, but. There's been plenty of opportunity for you to impact the game in a way that I feel like you haven't lived up to if that's all you have to put on tape right
0: now. I mean, that's that's factual. I mean, it, when it comes to P. Will, like, he just has to figure out what he's going to do every game to impact it. That, it, whether that's defense, whether that's rebounding, whether that's a couple of put-back uh, dunks, like whatever it is. Like, P. Will just, I said it before, we need to get him in with the sports therapist, and they need to, they need to do something, bro. They need to unlock something in them. I don't know if it's gonna happen, but uh, you know we'll see. We'll see, man. All right, we'll we'll Only see what it ends up. Only twenty one years in. old too. You got to keep throwing hey, you know? A
1: lot of time, a lot of time to go. I, and listen, I mean, I'm sure people would have said the same thing about Kawhi. Kawhi, where was Kawhi taking? Was Kawhi like he was a lottery pick? But I don't think it was as high. I don't remember off the top. I don't of remember where Kawhi was taken off the top of my head, but. Um, a lot of the same things were said 15th. about Kawhi and not to say, right. So he's just outside and not, not to say that um, P will is going to end up being Kawhi. I'm not saying that at all, but like when you saw it start to click, you saw Kawhi buy into what he did. Well, mm-hmm. right. When Kawhi's name got on the map, it was defensively. And then finally somebody was like, Hey, let him take some shots. See what he get. In. Oh, he makes them. All right, cool. Right, like, I think that's that's the part where it's like, all right, let's 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 get to that part. Let's get to the part where you lock in on one thing, you're really, and mate, listen, maybe he did. Maybe that's the three-point shot. Maybe it's yeah. not on the defense. the band. difference
0: with Kawhi is he also had a coach that literally described building Kawhi as, as Legos. Like, they added something to his game every single season. First season in the NBA, six shots per game. Second season in the NBA, nine shots per game. Third season, 9.8. Fourth season, 12.8. And that's when he really started to hit the stride. But, like, they ran things for 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 Kawhi to kind of build that confidence, and they added things to this game. Like I said before, one of my biggest things is Billy Donovan's. I'm not. It's not all on Billy Donovan and the coaching staff to develop a player. A lot of that is mindset as well. They have to want it. But like I just, I don't know, man. It it, it it's it's a it's a lot going on with Patrick Williams and where he is right now. Hey, man. Let's hope next
1: season he starts moving in
0: the right direction. I mean, I mean, technically he moved in the he right moved direction. Moved in the right direction. He moved, the
1: right direction. Yeah. he moved in the right direction. He uh, moved in the right direction. That's how we'll finish that off. Hey, man, appreciate you guys for showing love as always, man. We do have to tell you guys about another one of our sponsors on this show, Prize Picks. Shout out to Prize Picks for supporting Locked On Bulls, man. How does it work? You can pick two to six players, and if they score more or less than their Prize Picks projections, you can win up to twenty-five times your money on any entry. No comp- no competing against other people. Just you versus the predictions available. Prize picks offers projections on any sport that you watch. That includes NBA, NFL, MLB, NHL. Shout out to the Blackhawks getting a number one overall pick. PGA College Football. Men's college basketball, women's college basketball, so many sports, man. MMA, boxing. Did y'all see that MMA match the other day? was that. Not MMA? well. It is MMA. I was gonna say not MMA, UFC. But yeah, y'all saw. It. Yeah, crazy out here. Uh, it just can be made in sixty seconds or less. It's that easy, safe, and fast withdrawals. Currently operational in over thirty states and Canada. I need you guys to go download the Prize Picks app or go to PrizePicks.com to sign up for daily fantasy sports. First time users can receive 100% deposit match up to $100 with the promo code locked on. If you deposit $100, Prize Picks will give you $100. If you deposit $50, Prize Picks will give you $50. Don't forget to enter the promo code locked on and sign up for an instant deposit match up to
0: $100. All right, before we go. Officially now, because I said it earlier, we weren't going anywhere anytime soon. Uh, But the the Blackhawks, Chicago Blackhawks, won the lottery. They have the number one pick in the NHL draft. Now, the Bears also had the number one pick in the NFL draft. Now, they didn't end up trading it, got a nice package back for it. Can the Bulls make it three for three with Chicago teams? I don't know if that – has that ever happened in sports where a city – has gotten the number one pick in, in the three major sports. I right, We have to check on that one. Uh, but that's crazy. That's wild. I, I'll tell you this right now, if it does happen, it's rigged, <laughs> and I don't care, and I don't care. Stop saying it, bro. Because then they may not do. It. You gotta stop saying you actually work for ESPN now. You first off, to, you, you, first off, you gotta stop off, saying. We've stuff watched
1: like. Scott Foster in the NBA night after night, and y'all worried about me saying it's rigged. Yes, we worried about you. Cause, cause Scott Foster Scott is like, Foster, like seventeen and one versus Chris Paul. it's all because The
0: NBA was like, let him win. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious, man. I, I, listen, here's what I'll say. And I me, mean, you were talking about this a little bit off air, right? If the Bulls get the, get the number one overall pick, not that it changes how how sucky the season was, not that it changes the issues that we have, but, like, that would really, like, I wouldn't say completely change the tone, but you'll see a lot of Bulls fans be like, we got the number one overall pick. We're, we're, we're going to be back on the path. We're, we're, championship number seven is coming in two years. You know that they're going to, from doom and gloom to championship real quick in Chicago.
1: Here's, here's what scared the mess out of all the Bulls fans, though, because this pick is top four protected.
0: Yeah. What if we get the number four overall pick? I listen, I don't care. If the Bulls hold on to their pick, if they walk away with a draft number four overall pick. It's Patrick Williams.
1: We just gave a C minus. Yeah. <laughs> That's fine. That's, That's the fine. fear. Listen, it's like sevens all over again. That's we fine. was like, they listen, gonna have up another seven. But they gotta but mess up another here's seven. Here's the thing.
0: There are so many players in this draft in the top four or five area that has long wingspans that AK is just going to go crazy on. <laughs> that still have, they still have some dog in them. So I, I'm not too worried about it this time, right? They're, they're more known commodities this time.
1: What's the, here's, here's the, here's the tough part, right? Mm-hmm. If you get a top four overall pick, what's the direction you have to then go? Because to me, it's time to buy into your young guys. You got Kobe White. You got Io. You got, let, let Zach Levine be your older guy. I'm not saying get rid of all the vets, right? DJJ guys like that, older. They're like 26. Um, but they, they really are. It's crazy. Oh, yeah. But, right, like, you can't come into another season where you're talking about, I don't know, maybe we get Scoot Henderson, whoever it is, right? Or if we get the number one overall, we get Victor Wembanyama. You can't talk about anybody being in the way of Victor Wembanyama. You can't talk about somebody taking shots away from Victor Wimbiana because he's the number one overall pick. You have to let him be the number one overall pick and play. We can't have the Patrick Williams
0: conversation of like, they're not giving him the shots to do this. Listen, I've said it before. Me, and you've disagreed on this. I just, I, because I see AK and just how he is developing. I say if, if we get the number one over pick and draft Victor Wimbiana, I think that the chances of us keeping Vooch go up because I think AK is going to want a year of a buffer to just have there just in case. Not to say Wimbiana may not start, but I'm just saying that it's going to be a buffer there. I, I just guarantee it with AK. I mean, at that point, just keep drumming. <laughs> Lucy, that's out of our control. Really? Drummond may be I mean? on his like, way out. Drummond may have said, listen, hey, y'all crazy here in Chicago. I'm up out of here. Right,
1: Victor Wimbiana show up. Yeah, you know I mean, like, he might be like, hey, I'll
0: back this guy up. I mean, hey. I mean, crazy things have happened. Crazy things have happened.
1: Uh, I, I I don't know, man. Like, I, I just I don't know what direction the Bulls have to go in that sense, right? Because then clearly, now your timeline is Victor. And realistically, now, if your timeline becomes whatever Victor can do, because he is your number one overall pick, you've got a number four overall pick on the roster in Patrick Williams. You've got a number seven overall pick on the roster in Kobe White. All guys who, in the second half of the season, played a lot better, right? Mm. It, to me, in that sense, you might be having a conversation about now, I don't know if Billy Donovan's going to stick around for that part, but you might be having a conversation about, hey, we're going to move most of these vets because the young guys are where we're putting our faith in this team. Well, I'm that, talking I, I about... To,
0: they need to do that anyway. But, I, I mean, I agree. I, I'm not I, arguing I agree, him, right? but, like,
1: there's so much question on what Patrick Williams will be if we take away DeMar DeRozan, if we take away Vooch, right? Like, what's Marco Simonovich if that's the guy that you
0: want as your young big, gonna <laughs> be, right? Wait, like, is that, you just, Marco Simonovic? Bro, come on. Come on, let's do hey, it. he with. got another year. He's here. Come He's on. here. He's, He's not going guaranteed. anywhere. They can He's can They can absolutely <laughs> get about that contract this year, bro. Come on. Come on. We really talk, we really talking about Marco Simonovic is what we talking about here, bro. We,
1: we traded Marco for a sack of wet potatoes and a peeler that's half broken.
0: Bro, I would trade Marco
1: right now. <laughs> Uh, I just don't get why you said it like that. Like, you could have said dipped. You could have said I, dipped.
0: I, I know. Like, I dipped
1: know. is like literally the term that we
0: use. It's, <laughs> extra wet is crazy out here, bro. Uh, get that wet Jesus wet, bro. Christ. You know what it is. Come on, man.
1: <laughs> Show's over. We Follow us on everything at Locked Up Bulls. You can follow me on everything at Pat the Designer. <laughs> I stay safe out there, Chicago. I don't know what's going on.
0: <laughs> you can follow me at CEO Hayes and CEO H-A-I-Z-E. Thank you so much for tuning in to Locked On Bulls and making us your first listen every day. Make sure you guys are tuned in tomorrow as well as we continue our player evaluations as we go through the whole Chicago Bulls roster. But that is it for us for today. For Pat the Designer, I'm Hayes. This has been Locked On Bulls. We out this mug. Peace, y'all. Peace. That Italian beef,
1: extra wet. Jesus. That sound like a search term on uh never mind. It sound like <laughs> that when it dangles a little bit. <laughs>